Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Thursday, January 11th, 2024. The San Bernardino County Coroner's Office has identified the man killed in a lethal force encounter at Covington Park on Saturday. Frank Glasgow, a 57-year-old resident of Mammoth Lakes, California, was killed in an encounter with county sheriff's deputies on Saturday afternoon. Deputies responded to a report of a suicidal man, and the sheriff's office said that Glasgow himself told 911 operators that he wanted to commit suicide by cop. Glasgow is alleged to have led sheriff's deputies in California Highway Patrol in a vehicular pursuit before driving into Covington Park and colliding with a sheriff's vehicle. The sheriff's office reports that Glasgow exited his vehicle and, while armed with a knife, charged at a sheriff's deputy. Glasgow was fired upon by deputies, hit by gunfire, and, despite life-saving measures, pronounced dead at the scene. No other injuries were reported. Additionally, the Desert Sun reports that Glasgow's dog, who fled from his car during the altercation, has been located through the efforts of Morongo Valley residents. The Sun reports that the German Shepherd, named Baby Bear, was located on Tuesday. The dog is expected to be adopted by Melissa Swan, a former employee of Glasgow. The Morongo Unified School District has confirmed that, despite heavy winds, all MUSD schools are in session and all bus routes are operating as normal this morning, though they may experience minor delays. Stay tuned to Z1077 for weather-related updates. The Morongo Valley Community Services District Board of Directors held a special meeting last night in Covington Park's multipurpose room. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart was in attendance and joins us with this recap. The only item on the agenda of the special meeting was an open discussion regarding revenue possibilities for the MVCSD, an item continued since last month's regular meeting. With MVCSD continuing to be over budget, Finance Director Johnny Tolbert said, quote, If we don't find a way to get more money to our fire department, we will lose the department, unquote. With a new state law looming on June 1st that could potentially affect Morongo Valley, firefighters' wages could increase from $16 to $23 an hour. Since the current fire assessment rate is unable to be changed, Tolbert suggested instating a new flat tax for Morongo residents that would have to be voted on by two-thirds majority vote if it were to pass. Conversely, President Gorky proposed a residential membership plan where single residents would pay approximately $10 a month, or $125 annual, as a fire and paramedic emergency services fund, with larger households at approximately $33 a month and $400 annual. In addition, Gorky suggested a, quote, sponsor your neighbor program, where if a resident could afford more, they could help another resident in need. Most attendees voiced their support of Gorky's plan, with many suggesting the language be changed to a term less exclusionary than membership. Gorky said she would clean up the proposal to be revisited as an action item at next month's regular meeting. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. The Yucca Valley Planning Commission had a conversation about food vendors at their meeting on Tuesday night, citing what they felt was a bold move by one vendor to set up shop in a residential neighborhood. No roadside or parking lot food or merchandise vending is currently allowed within Yucca Valley town limits, with an exception for permits for special events. One food vendor, believed to be Yum Yum Freeway Tacos, has relocated from the Triangle Liquor parking lot on 29 Palms Highway to a church parking lot in a residential neighborhood. At Tuesday's meeting, Planning Commissioner James Henderson described the location and setup with this response from Deputy Town Manager Shane Stuckel. The food vendor that pops up at Joshua Lane at Onaga, it's right across from a house. Uh, They had a pretty large pop-up tent. That one's not 
within any regulations to be there, correct? That's the food vendor that you typically see at Triangle Liquor Store. Staff is at interaction with the operators. They claim to not speak English. They claim not to have identification. The sheriff's department are brought in, which we many times have to do. There'll be a photograph taken tonight. Property owner will receive another citation tonight. That property owner is the California Pacific Conference of the United Methodist Church. On Wednesday morning, we spoke with Pastor Charlene of the Yaka Valley United Methodist Church, which owns the property on which the vendors have set up and may be liable for any fines incurred. Pastor Charlene said that, though the vendors have been setting up since at least Friday night, she did not know about it until Tuesday afternoon. She said that the greater church organization and the bishop do not allow any vending to occur on church property and that she is worried about being fined by the town. On Tuesday evening, Pastor Charlene spoke with the vendors who said that they did not speak English. Pastor Charlene informed them that they should leave the church's property and that the sheriff's department had been called. She said that the vendors did not leave immediately and continued serving customers, but that they were gone by 6.30 p.m. Pastor Charlene, who describes herself as 74 years old and mobility challenged, said that she was frightened by the customers. She said, quote, Some of their customers started talking back to me and telling me what a bad person I was. I was a little bit scared. At the moment, the town's government has little recourse against food vendors operating illegally, and many residents appreciate having additional dining options in Yucca Valley. The town council and planning commission are set to consider new regulations to allow for some legal vending at their meetings over the next months. Stuckel offered up one possible set of punitive measures that can stop illegal vending at least for a while. One of the code changes um, after the council does their analysis and their study when we have operators without permits that are operating illegally that have no health department approval confiscation of all of their equipment and all of their food we have done that before on some of the fruit vendors and that tends to cease that activity for a period of time but ultimately return as of wednesday night the vendors have not returned to the corner of onaga trail and joshua lane winter in the high desert can have wild weather swings Warm, sunny days quickly drop to freezing temps after the sun goes down. For the rising number of unhoused in the Morongo Basin, a new pair of shoes can create a more comfortable day and warmer night. Here with info on how you can help is online news editor Robert Hayden. A shoe drive and fundraiser put on by the Joshua Tree event space First World will hold its third and final collection day this Saturday the 13th. For the past three Saturdays, they've been collecting new and gently used shoes for kids aged 6 to 18, as well as seeking cash donations which goes toward buying vouchers for new shoes. You can find boxes for donations at First World, Soul Connection, Frontier Cafe, Des Fine Foods, Sky High Pie, Cliffhanger Guys, and the Harrison House. If you stop by the Harrison House to donate, the Ecology and Arts Center is also holding an open house and seat exchange from 12 to 5 p.m. that Saturday. You can see this story on our website for where you can donate to First World Shoe Drive as well as a link to the Harrison House. That's all at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden. This Friday, the unique Live from Joshua Tree event will be the focus of the Z1077 Up Close show. The event will see 10 exceptional presentations by area residents of distinction at the Joshua Tree Retreat Center on January 27th. Milltree Executive Director Cheryl Montel will join host Gary Dinho and presenters Nadia Clark and Snake Jagger. Listen and call in live this Friday at 10 a.m. here on Z1077. Whether you are someone who has always secretly craved being in the spotlight or a veteran performer who wants to keep their skills sharp, 
Theater 29 is offering a unique opportunity for both. Arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas tells you how to get in on this workout. Theater 29 is thrilled to announce a captivating opportunity for theater enthusiasts, a weekly theater workout led by talented professional actor Julia Boyd. Join her on Zoom weekly starting on Saturday, January 13th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for an engaging five-week journey into the world of performance. Just like an athlete or any skilled profession, actors need to stay in acting shape. Whether a seasoned veteran or brand new to the art, this class will help tone your acting chops and teach such elements as character analysis, acting technique review, and other professional skills, including self-taping auditions, which are useful in the world of live theater, film, television, and electronic media. Registration is open now at theater29.org. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas. The Yucca Valley Lady Trojan varsity basketball team finished the first half of their Desert Valley League season with a 69-43 victory at Desert Hot Springs High School on Wednesday. The win improved the team's record to 7-0 in league play and 16-4 on the season overall. Senior Cadence Terrence scored a season-high 35 points and pulled down 14 rebounds. She was followed by juniors CeCe Gilmore and Taylor Monroy, who each tallied 11 points. The team travels to Indio High School tomorrow for their next league matchup. Tip-off is set for 5.30 p.m. And finally, the Yucca Valley High School's boys' soccer teams. The Yucca Valley High School boys' soccer teams faced formidable opponents in Desert Hot Springs yesterday. Junior Varsity held their ground but came up short with a final score of 2-0. Meanwhile, Varsity encountered a tough challenge, ultimately taking a loss with a score of 5-0. Anthony Morando was named player of the match by coach Jorge Rodriguez. The Trojans are ready to bounce back in their upcoming home game against the Indio High School on Friday. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.